Welcome to Turn 15 Live, brought to you by Beeline Coffee. We'll do it now. We'll do it live. I'm not 50 years old. I know how a microphone works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just about to get into that, and then you guys interrupted me. But seriously. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Uh, this is Will with Turn 15 Live. I'm here with my friends, Tony and Eli, the usuals. Hey. Hello. And um, we got a special episode for you today. Oh, and it's special. Yeah, it is special in many ways. <laughs> um, so we, uh, t- to backstory this, we actually tried to record a podcast last weekend at uh, Sebring International Raceway. Now we're we're not at the track. No. We're not. Why are we not at the track? <laughs> Thankfully, last weekend was the uh, well. Let's just say it was the last uh, event of the season for us. It's getting too hot. It's too damn hot. It, it's summer, so uh, it was really fun because you know last last event of the season, you kind of relax a little bit, mm-hmm. have have a few uh, martinis, if you will, have a couple of brewskis, and then relax. So it it turned into a really funny uh, event. Yeah. So on paper, that sounded like a great idea. We will. Uh, <laughs> We'll go down to Sebring. We'll have a great weekend. And in the evening, after the track goes cold, we'll record a session. So it was like, oh, let's go to dinner early, you know, run over to the hotel, find a place to record. And I think part of what didn't help was we were drinking, trying to find a place to record. Yeah. Finding a quiet spot on a racetrack is not very easy, let alone at a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. So we're carrying equipment from spot to spot. Oh throughout this hotel trying to find a quiet spot yeah it's not working we're continuing to drink um, we pick up people along the way yeah we, we pick up stragglers along the way that well, i don't even know who we picked up honestly well because they, i mean like you said we're walking around a hotel with recording equipment naturally you're going to get some looks people okay. are like what the hell is going on and they kind of know that we have something but you know a lot of we caught a lot of interest yeah it was kind of cool we should just parade around town with our equipment and see if we can pick up people that want to <laughs> that want to come hang out and listen to us. I so. saw none of those pictures that were taken or any of the video, and that's oh probably God. a good thing. So we're okay. So like this, this is technically we're de- are we defining this as episode seven? Yeah, that's fine. All right. So this is episode seven. We thought we were recording six point five because of <laughs> how terrible we initially thought it was going to be, but um, <clears throat> it. I don't know. A well, part of us, we, we you know, half of us thought. <laughs> this needs to be deleted. This well, doesn't the, need to be run. Yeah. So, well, first of all, we thought it was terrible. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Yeah. I thought it was terrible. You go ahead and I say it. I was on team. I've only had one drink for the night, <laughs> so I, I was fully clear-headed. Yeah. So, um, we're at the chateau, at the at the hotel. We're in this relaxation room, which we're going to talk about in the actual podcast. So, I'll let, I'll let, the, <laughs> I'll let us describe it in the actual uh, story, but... We're in a tiny room, and my God, there was a lot of people in there. Naturally, it's hot. It's a small room. We're all jammed in there. People are, like, expecting this big spectacle of us recording this podcast. It was, like, eight people. It felt like a lot more Sitting on the floor, for the record. I think you were in a chair, but I definitely was on the floor. I I was on the floor as well. I stole a leather chair out of one of the other rooms, so... I returned it. Don't worry. You actually took that out of the hallway, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was it was sitting in front of like one of the conference yeah. rooms or something. But to, to kind of paint the picture, it was tight quarters. End of the day, we had been roaming around trying to find a spot. Also, dinner dinner kind of sucked. Will was there before us. Okay. And they had great service. You're gonna put that on me? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm all, just saying, like <laughs> you and you went ahead with your students, and we came in late. No, it was just awkward because like we had an we had an RSVP. We like not an RSVP. We had a reservation. Yeah. And my student and his uh, business partner and uh, kid, they they. I don't know. They were out and about getting gas, and then all of a sudden, they were they were there way ahead of us. Yeah. So he texted me, and he's like, "Hey, I'm I'm here. I can't find you guys on the on the wait list or whatever. Uh, but there's plenty of seating in the bar area outside the tiki bar area. And this so is at like, Cowpokes, Cowpokes Watering Hole, which we go. How many times have can you say we've, we've been there? Lost track, but hundred times we go there at least. I mean, I don't think I've ever missed every time we go. Every time we go to Sebring, we eat there at least once. Yeah, best orange cake in the world. Ugh. Anyway, 
<laughs> Eli loves it. No, I don't. So I never open for us. I never start the podcast. But in this episode, you're going to hear me start it twice. <laughs> That's why we, yeah. we figured I'd open it for real. And now you, then you're going to hear me open it again. Yeah. But but yeah, uh, but back to why we were frustrated. So uh, our service took, I think it took 30 to 45 minutes to get our food. Yeah. And we were sitting directly under a fan that was set at level, I don't know, 35. And it was just blowing cold air right on our food. Uh, so I think that kind of added to my my agitation. So you you might, if you listen closely, you'll kind of pick up on my cues. Uh, and my my wife was listening to it with me, and she can kind of tell when I was like done with it. But uh, yeah, that that's kind of my side of the story. Yeah, we could have probably kept going. I don't know if it would have been usable. <laughs> Eli might have been done. Oh, I was not done. there. And also, we had a couple of milkshakes. I, I was having a great time. That was the problem for me was the milkshake. Yeah, Tony was Tony's tummy was hurting a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> After all this alcohol that you guys have, were doing, and then then the food, and then all of a sudden we decided, well, hey, let's go to Dairy drink. Queen. I only had one drink at dinner because our service was oh, so you great. Did, I couldn't right. get another. Here one. I am <laughs> thinking everybody's having a great time. Everyone's on my level. And it was, and now I'm now I'm fully understanding why you guys are just not about it that evening, and I'm just like, let's keep <laughs> recording. Well, that's <clears throat> that's actually great because it, Eli was not on team episode six point five at all, but Will and I were. Will and I actually thought it was gold. Uh, well, <laughs> so, I was. So was the rest of the room, for the record. That's true. The rest of the drunken room <laughs> could not comprehend what we were trying to achieve was having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Which you'll hear, actually, you'll hear a lot. But let's just talk about that. Um, during the ap- episode, you'll hear a couple spots where it sounds like dead air, but it's actually so many people in that room trying to talk to us, and they don't realize if you don't have a microphone in front of you, they're not going to, people listening are not going to hear it. So yeah. I apologize in ahead, ahead of time that that's kind of what you're, you'll hear a little bit, but it, it kind of adds to the episode. I think, I think you, yeah, you'll hear people laughing their ass off. There's also dead air because I just get so, so space cadetted. It just, yeah, they, you guys I, had to reel me back in like twice. I, actually, I, I cut most of that out. So oh, okay. it's been shortened a little bit <laughs> on top of what it originally was. <laughs> So, uh, well, I mean, I think we don't have to really set this up too much more, but is there anything else you want to, should we just let this thing fly? No, I mean, I think, yeah, we'll we'll just reel it. You guys can listen to it, and then we'll just kind of do a little extra coverage at the end. Okay, cool. So, it, so are you saying we're going to send it? Send it. Send it. Send it. Welcome to Turn 15 Live. This is Will. We are in the relaxation room today. I'm with uh, our usuals and a couple extras tonight. I'm feeling very relaxed right now. So relaxed. If if relaxed means super on edge and like like I have like 13 eyes on me right now. How you guys feel? It's an odd amount of anxiety. There's 13 guys here. No, someone's a someone's got one eye. All right, so let me just lay it out for the people who can't see what's going on. Yes. We're in. Thank God, you're very lucky if you can't see this. We're at. Sebring International Raceway in Chateau Elan, which is the hotel on the track, and we're in a room called the Relaxation Room. It's a very small room. I'm not Kinda. really relaxed. It's super this unique. Is, yeah, it was very unique. I'm not feeling relaxed right now, though. And but we have fans here. Yeah, we do have fans interested are, in our podcast. So they're people are they're taking hanging pictures out, of watching us. us people record. are taking videos. Oh, I'm very relaxed. I'm getting a massage. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, this is going to be whispered in his ear. This is yeah. great. so. This is going to be a little bit more laid back. There might have been a lot of alcohol prior to us recording this. Some of us. Um, but the good news is we're not driving. Thank you. So yes, none of us are driving. We're done driving for the day. We we drive again tomorrow. Well, okay. So why are we here? We're why at we a Porsche Club high performance driving event. That's right. It's actually the last one of the season because it's May what? May twelfth. It's effing hot. It's gonna be May. It's like eighty five degrees and it's like ten o'clock at night. It's so hot that your tires might heat up and you may spin out on track, actually. That's true. But you can't spin out if you're not on track, right? True. That's very true. You could spin off the track. You could spin right off of it. You could spin right off of it. Yeah, so, Will, you've got a... How many many people are you instructing today? Ten. Ten people? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) How many many students do you have? have How many run groups are there? I have two. I have two. Two students. Green and blue or... Green and blue. So there's a beginner... 
and a sort of beginner. Okay. What kind of car? Uh, we got a 2012 Turbo S, 911 Turbo S. Okay. Who makes that? We got a uh, 2002 E46 M3 race car. It's it looks a, like it. It looks like a race it's, car. I will say this: it is really well prepared. Okay. It is really well prepared. I can say that because it was behind me in my rearview mirror for most of my laps. One of our one of our uh, listeners is saying it's a NASA spec. That's what it is. Yeah, luck. If you hear the giggling, that's a. A, a certain turbo that's uh that was back on the track that was uh kicking my ass all day so, so okay so you have two students and you have a, an e36 or e46 e46 okay and, and a turbo s which is you know you really don't have to have any skill in a turbo s right, right? You, listen, just, <laughs> you just hit the pedal and just go yeah, yeah. you just hit the straightaway elon musk ridiculous no mode no take skill off at all. and go <laughs> yeah yeah, send okay. send so me to send me to the moon. How'd they do? <laughs> yeah, how'd they do? They're great. They were great. Um, incredible improvement on in both uh, both the run groups that we were in, and you know it's a different it's a different kind of growth. So like the E forty six guy, he's been doing this for a long time. If you look at his history in club registration, yeah, so it shows like all the different clubs he's been signed up in and stuff. I'll, I looked at it this week before I called him. Never met the guy. And he has, he's been doing DE and all kinds of track stuff since like 2011, but not at Sebring. So it's a unique situation where you've got a decently skilled driver who just hasn't experienced Sebring, doesn't know the line, needs somebody to kind of help him get acquainted with the track. So you get to actually see his uh, resume before you, you go out there. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. If they have one, yeah. So they prejudge them. Mm-hmm. You know what kind of work you can probably you're, you're not it's not his first track day so you're probably feeling a little oh, you feel you feel better about that or would you rather uh, someone be green green I feel better after we get through a couple of laps I don't really care what paper says I don't care what people say I feel better when when I haven't died in three laps <laughs> That's always a plus in my book you know if you don't die if your uh, student doesn't kill you uh, kill you that's usually better Yeah but you know, uh, I, I don't know. I I've been instructing. I think maybe three years now. I've wow. been doing instructing, and the more I do it, the more time I do it, the more students I have. What is going on outside? Uh, it's it's not relaxation. It. That much I'm I do not know. Relax, I'll tell you what. It is not relaxing. It's a quinceanera, right down the hall. Yeah. See, si. there's a quinceanera going on right up this to add this Spanish But apparently, accent. I was told that at this quinceanera there is no food. Which, where I come from, you get your ass kicked. They, 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 where I come from, ready? if you wear your hat like that, you get your ass kicked. <laughs> oh, they're setting up the buffet. Well, we're gonna, we need to wrap this up so we can go eat. That's neither here nor there. So what were you saying? I don't know. What were you <laughs> just, well, can you get me back on that subject? Oh, uh, right. So uh, the, more, the more time I'm out there in the passenger seat. Somebody asked me today, actually. Somebody asked me about how... I live with doing this so frequently. Yeah. And and I said, you know, the more I do it, the more comfortable I am with anyone that is in that driver's seat because you get a really good feel the more time you're in the passenger seat of where that limit's going to be, where the car is going to go into a slide, what their behavior is, when they lift brake, you know, they come off the brakes too early or whatever, you immediately know that feeling. You right. just... You're like, oh, nope, get back on the brakes. And you tell them what to do or whatever. And you, you start to pick up on cues of, I don't know, what what kind of phrases or expressions click with them and what don't. So I was told that I scared the shit out of my instructor today. So I didn't know how to take that. I looked at him. He goes, man, you scared the shit out of me. Why? So, so naturally I said, oh, oh, I did? He's like, yeah. I said, okay. You in, in a bad way he goes oh no 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 it was fine it, 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 it's not against you this this car is freaking fast i said well well thank you yes it is fast but uh I'm, fast I'm, in the spin well yeah fast in the spin I, I didn't expect any of this to come up so the the instructor had never been in my car and he's never been in a cayman that was modified like ours is so he had no idea what was what was about to happen so got in the car 
he asked me a bunch of questions. He's like, hey, you know, tell me what you want to work on, this, that, and the other. So I told him I want to get my confidence back up because, you know, I had a little incident, which if you don't know about my incident, you can listen to. Um, the people that are in here better all be subscribed if you're listening. <clears throat> That's you, police. Yeah. Yeah, you back there. So uh, you can hear about my incident on one of the other episodes. But essentially, I'm getting back on my feet, you know, trying not to be scared of how powerful this thing is and uh, trying to, you know, not being afraid to mess up. But anyway, so we had three sessions. The first two sessions were awesome. The first one is where he told me that I scared the shit out of him. And uh, it was in 17. He had, he, he had never driven 17 with two braking zones in it. He always said, "Hey, I just, I, I break." Who is before. this guy? I, I don't know. His name is Chris something or other. Did he just <laughs> a show lot up? Of people, a lot of people trail break the whole thing. Yeah, well, he's he's in, but, used to a momentum car. But seventeen, turn seventeen, the last turn on the track at Sebring is very big. Oddly enough, they they call the first part of it seventeen and the a. second part of it seventeen a. Right, and. There are so many different ways that you can take that uh, that turn. There's so many different outcomes from that. And it it ultimately boils down to what works best for the driver in the car, but mostly what works best for the car. I would say that's pretty important. So you were talking about this earlier at dinner, and you were saying that you eventually changed his opinion about that uh, two-breaking yeah. two so zone technique. Well, I don't know if I changed his opinion, but he... For he your car. I, yeah, for the car. So he actually... I took him out uh, after the first session. He went and uh, gotten. He talked to some of the other instructors that were driving something similar to me and said they told him what I was doing. And he said, you know what? You're actually right. That's, that actually works pretty well. And now that you do that, it, I, it makes sense. So once we did that and he felt a little more comfortable, he kind of dropped his shoulders a little bit and and let me drive so then we started working on some other corners but it was good um it's good to have another instructor not will because usually will drinks heavily the night before and then doesn't pay me any attention so i have to i don't have to fight for his attention in that but uh so no i deny good. all those claims it was good to have another instructor that didn't know me didn't know the car and uh it was cool it also actually i guess in turn gave me confidence because of how how well I was driving during uh, during the day, so it was good. I had fun. So I must be doing something right though, because I've never ended up in a wall with you, and That's I've true. never ended up spinning off the track. That's true. <laughs> this guy's done one of those two. So yeah, go ahead. Maybe my nightly techniques work best. Yes, you get drunk and you don't pay attention to me, so I have to drive and not listen. <laughs> Maybe stop and pull over every now and then. No, so I blew I blew turn three. I went I went pretty deep after listening to Billy's story. <laughs> talking, to, I, he decided to not, he didn't he decided not to break What's it all. Turn in three three's just last go, name. Yeah, he drove right into turn three. So I tried to emulate Billy, and then um, once I realized that wasn't a good idea, I got back on the gas, and I was in second gear or so, driving around, uh, and then I, I these. You were uh, well, I blew the I blew the turn. I mean, some of us don't have all wheel drive, and we can't just get ourselves out of out of trouble, you know. He doesn't really have all wheel drive either. Those cars are like ninety ten. That's true. <laughs> so I blew the turn, and I got back on the gas, and then um, I ended up giving it a little bit too much gas with with a little bit too much uh, uh, steering input, and I rotated the car, which was pretty cool. It it, it spun around pretty quick. I think I won. I get, it was a 360. So, or Week. actually, I yeah, I got to see you parked in the sand. Yeah, at the beach. I, my my student in the M3 as we're passing you, and I'm well aware of what vehicle is in the sand. I had to. Says, I had to go off hey. track for you to pass me. So he goes, "Hey, that's your buddy over there in the sand." I said, "Yes, yes, it is." Did you spill your drink? <laughs> How did, how did this turn into me being some kind of an alcoholic instructor? <laughs> Will is literally drinking yeah, he, in the car. Yeah. Drinking so, water. Uh, well, well, you have to. That IMSA 
looking BMW was behind me the whole time. IMSA looking BMW? Yeah. How did you arrive there? That's How did you arrive at IMSA looking BMW? No, Will was in it, which is not paying attention whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear what I said? No. I was talking about the IMSA looking BMW that was behind me knocking on every corner just getting closer and closer and closer well there was one that was literally knocking <laughs> on no. the track i was i was busy texting yeah <laughs> ripping selfies Des- describe the love bug situation out there today how was that for you i got a love bug in the eyeball <laughs> no you did not dude yes, no did. you did not yes i did in the warm down uh warm down, warm down. <laughs> in the cool down what? lap i got a fucking love bug in my eyeball i have long eyelashes so it's soaked it right up <laughs> i'm sorry you have what i have long eyelashes okay we're in the middle of love what? bug season that should in be a deflector no it, it it's like a venus flytrap <laughs> where I was your it. visor during all this i don't <laughs> i don't drive with my visor down okay it's okay <laughs> It's way too hot for that. Yeah, thing. it's probably okay. Yeah. Okay. Will doesn't either because he's drunk apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, he keeps I, his visor up so he can throw up. <laughs> you know how you have the love bugs that are attached? Well, my eyelids or my eyelash cut them in half, and there was just one left. And you the ruined another relationship today. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Man, so, yeah, that's, that's terrible. Sucks. We're in the middle of love bug season on the track, and. I, it's I, bad. It's really it's really bad. bad. It was. It sounded like it was raining, and it was just love bugs. The car looks like a Dalmatian. You're doing Florida a favor. <laughs> Florida's terrible. Don't don't come here. Just um, <laughs> so yeah, the love bugs were really bad, and I put my hand out to pit in, and my wrists and my fingers got demolished by more love bugs. It was really bad. I I hate it. the The steer wheel That's was stickier. That's a great point. Oh. Yeah, well, I don't need any. I don't need any more help with grip. I had the death grip on anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> it was good. So I don't. What did you guys do? Uh, well, I wasn't working today. Yeah, is, I wasn't either. It's nice. You were working. Yeah, volunteering. Yeah. Where were you staying? At the chateau? Not the chateau Elan. Where'd you stay? It's a new chateau. <laughs> it's, it's a new venue. It's a new venue. What's it called? Find us on TripAdvisor. <laughs> Where'd you stay? It's called the Chateau Chaton. Chateau Chaton? Yeah. That sounds like you're saying Chateau shit on. It, it <laughs> Can you paint a no, vivid picture of what you're talking that. about when you say it, Chateau Chaton? Chateau Chaton. So where is the Chateau Chaton? Hello? Is this thing on? This is a dumpster fire. <laughs> this is a total dumpster fire. I think the Chateau Chaton is a tent from what I witnessed today. Like maybe like a thirty-person tent with some, Im- with some mountain bikes outside. I don't really know. What? Will's back. <laughs> I was hey, having a side conversation. <laughs> Sidebar. We cannot delete this whole thing. This is gold. <laughs> the Chateau Chiton. Describe it. It's what a, is it? It's two rooms. <laughs> so it's a two-room suite. Yeah, think of it more like a cottage. Oh, okay. So it's literally a chateau. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> It's, uh, if you want one of your own, it's one ninety nine at Target. <laughs> so how'd you get the, how did you get the Chateau to come here? Like, did you just order it and they delivered it here or? <laughs> well, you know, unforeseen circumstances caused me to, uh, not have a hotel this weekend and, you know, it's just didn't plan ahead properly. And so <clears throat> I decided that. Maybe it was time to get a tent. Clears his throat passive aggressively. No. <laughs> maybe it was so time. To get, maybe it was time to get a tent. You know, I needed one anyways. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have one. So. What time did you pitch your tent? Pitch my tent a lot. Moving on. So, all right. The cool part about this is, we bought a tent on Thursday. Yeah. Tested it out at the house. Okay, great. Wrap it back up. Friday, David and I packed up my 911 and we brought everything we needed, including a nine person tent, into the car and brought it down here. Yeah, for two people. And two people were in the car. Did you say you had a 911? 
Must be nice. Did you did you put it in the trunk? <laughs> I can no longer afford mine. What a prick. <laughs> so did you put it in the trunk? Uh no. It's No, it doesn't fit there. Wait, so you don't put it in <laughs> It doesn't fit in the back of your car? It fits in the back. Oh. So there are two seats in the back of the 911. But there's a trick to packing the car. <clears throat> you can start by putting some like soft stuff like a I think if we put an air mattress and a comforter and stuff like that in the seats. Then the seat backs fold down. So when the seat backs fold down, they fold flat. Porsche designed that as like a deck to store even more stuff. <laughs> so you can lay a tent perfectly across the back seats. It's the exact width that you need for a tent, oddly enough. The seats actually have a, a ridge on the end of them to keep yeah. the the tent in tent in place. <laughs> the Germans were thinking about this whole, the whole time. <laughs> they were thinking exactly. about Chateau Chiton. <laughs> So for the listeners that may want to run to Target immediately and buy what's the skew <laughs> number on this thing? Thing? <laughs> What what could they look for? I don't know. It's a nine person <laughs> Coleman. <laughs> so it's a Coleman. Okay. All right, perfect. It comes with a divider, so it's not as awkward when you're sleeping with another guy in the room. <laughs> How does that work actually? That's yeah, fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what's it like sleeping on a racetrack? I mean, we do it at the 12-hour every single year, but we're in an RV. Just some of us that, are. So I've, I've never camped here. I've been to this track for races for 16 years. I've never actually, like, camped in a tent here. I've done uh, Road Atlanta for Petite, but, um, but never here. And if you're in the paddock area at night, the lights are on all night. So when we got there, we looked for power. And then we were like, okay, where's the darkest place we could find between lights, like literally between lights. So when you lay down, you close your eyes at like, I don't know, whatever it was, 11 p.m. And then you wake up at 5 a.m. It still feels like 10 p.m. because the sun hasn't come up, but the lights are still the same. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And that's about that's about it. That's how great it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just no good reference of time until the sun comes back up. Jesus. <laughs> Will almost spilt his drink, and that would have been a catastrophe. <laughs> Somebody saved it. <laughs> Not me. His student, actually. You would have had to mop up the relaxation room. <laughs> so, they typically charge extra for that. So, so it's Mother's Day tomorrow. Speaking Great of segue. The floor. Great segue. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's Mother's Day tomorrow, and some of our parents are going to be here. I don't know why. I should probably tell mine to turn around now. Yeah, yeah I heard. Once they hear I this heard recording, that Tony and around. Eli's parents were going to be here. This They're going to be here. Unfortunately, it's going to rain, and looks like more than likely. But I'm looking. Does your looking, mom need a ride in track touring? Are you asking <laughs> what? <laughs> we have. <laughs> that was the. That was kind of awkward. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was, it was a legitimate question. That's a screech. Does your mouth. mom need a ride during track touring tomorrow? Uh, so we're looking for sponsors. If anyone wants to sponsor this shitty podcast, and uh, we've got a bunch of drunken losers here. Thanks to Beeline Coffee. So I really hope you guys enjoyed that uh, that bit of that bit of fun we had at uh, at Sebring. So now now you're now we're back on the the week after. Yeah, we've recovered from that weekend. It was fun. It was a great time. I hope you guys liked that. And Sunday actually turned out better than we thought. So that was that recording was Saturday night, and so um, we still had Sunday, which we didn't know you know what we were going to encounter. I went I went back to the tent. After that little bit of dialogue, the Chateau and Chiton, the Chateau Chiton, yeah. Chiton, yeah. And then that Sunday was Mother's Day, as you actually, you know, if the uh, mom joke didn't give it away, <laughs> Sunday was Mother's Day, which was pretty cool because uh, a couple of us got to have our parents out. I did not take your mom for a ride. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Eli actually took his mother for a ride. I did in that the track was, car. Yeah. Um, so my parents got to come out, and Tony's parents got to come out. And during lunchtime, 
uh, on the track days, we get to do what's called the track touring. Um, so basically, any car gets to go out there and at a lower speed, take the, uh, take the car out and literally it's a track touring. So you get to see what the track looks like. And even if you're not participating in the weekend, um, you get to see what it's like. So, um, and during that time you can take a passenger, even if you're not an instructor. So helmets off helmets off. Um, you know, you would expect everyone that does this to be respectful. Uh, and usually PCA does a great job with that. And actually all the time they do, but, uh, I was able to take my mom, which was so fun. You know, she gets to see all the pictures and videos of us uh, doing all these track days, but she's never really got to share that with me. So that was super special. And Tony? Yeah. Yeah, I got to take my mom on track, too. Um, what it, were you in? It, well, you took uh, his I took dad, my, too. Yeah, Eli's I took dad. both my yeah. parents out earlier in the day, actually, for a lap. And then I during track touring, I took um, Eli's dad out, and I had a couple people in the back seat as well. So I had a, a full load. I had a, a, ca- a Cayenne. Yeah, a brand-new Cayenne, so platinum room. edition. Yeah, it's very nice. nice car. What, yeah, that was super nice because, you know, I it's one of those experiences where I wasn't sure if my mom was really going to, you know, she has some, some back stuff and, you know, she doesn't, I didn't know how she would feel about riding in a, you know, a full-blown race car. And then um, she's like, yeah, let's go. Suit me up. And I got to, you know, I got her in the in the harness and all that stuff. And I said, are you sure you feel okay? Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where I didn't, if she wasn't going to do it, I was going to take my dad. So the fact that, we were, you were able to take him out, and I, both my parents got to experience Sebring. That was amazing, and both of your parents. Yeah, he uh, he probably live streamed the whole thing. You so know, you what? had two camera perspectives. He looked like he was having a good time. He did. Yeah. <laughs> you you just reminded me. I have to watch his live stream because I didn't get a chance to see it yet. Yeah, but I'm gonna watch shouldn't. that now. Uh, but yeah, thanks for doing that. That was really cool. Um, yeah. So I actually ended up on that track touring. What? Were, what'd you oh, get? I heard you, about this. Oh, <laughs> so. I rode oh, my bike yeah. over to you guys where you were lining up and yes. I was just chatting with you guys because I had no interest in after doing after having two students all weekend. I'm just not about getting out there on track touring for three more laps. Like I just, you know, you're talking a lot. You're doing a ton of laps out there. So I just rode my bike over, said goodbye to you guys. You're, you guys are heading out on on track. The corner workers are on corner worker break. So some of them aren't even at their posts. They're just eating lunch or whatever. So I hear someone yell my name right as you guys are going on track. And I figure it out. It's, it's my instructor or my student's uh, co-driver's son. And they're wanting me to take him on the track touring. And I oh, said, that's oh, cool. I am so sorry. I didn't see your text. They're already on track. Like, there they go. <clears throat> and you know there's a there's a caboose to the uh track touring so they don't they don't want anybody else going out there i mean once once that's it that's done and they were like come on you got plenty of pull around here <laughs> <laughs> i was like well Let's so i lean i leaned over i look at the hot pits i lean over and and the guy guarding the track is is on lunch so i'm like all right well look i'm an instructor i know how to keep myself under control out here <laughs> for a for track touring laps so I told I, I told the kid, I said, pull the door open. Now, mind you, the tent and all of the contents for camping are packed into the car. Oh, jeez. The so, chateau. Yeah. The chateau <laughs> is in the car. So you got a so full I, car. I, I, yeah. So I told him, open the door, pull everything out of the passenger seat, and just set it on the on the ground. <laughs> right. So we, we jumped in, cold start, uh, rolled it out onto the track. Awesome. and. At this point, I have no idea where you guys are. You guys must have been, I don't know, halfway around the track by then. So I get out there, and I think it took about a half a lap for the car to get up to a temperature that I was comfortable with at least getting into boost. So he's, you know, he's filming. This kid is, like, loving it, right? Oh, he's 16, so he he has done some track driving with some other clubs, but PCA doesn't let uh, people under 18 drive with them. So he was really enjoying it his first time out at Sebring and I took it pretty easy, but there were a couple places where I laid into it. And finally, <laughs> after actually a full lap of just open track by myself, uh, we caught up to the back of the group, which is kind of funny because David was in the back car and I don't know if anyone's going to want to hear what I'm about to say, but I called David. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
on the cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. I mean, Allegedly. I guess it's better than you texting him while you're driving on look, the racetrack. You, uh, with the iPhone <laughs> 10, you free. just pull the phone yeah. out. Don't look at it. You can tell Siri to call who you want to call oh, yeah, and not have, not have any <laughs> distraction to it. So... I called him and asked his driver for a point by. Oh, my God. Did you get it? <laughs> yeah, I got it. Oh, God. <laughs> Which you're not supposed to pass on the track touring, but oh, wow. he, I knew the guy, and it, it, it was not an issue. Right, right, right. So, no, it was Only a good time. you could pull that off. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't try this at home. Yeah. Don't, don't try this at no the passing, track No passing and track touring. You know, Will from Turn 15 said that if I get <laughs> while you guys are at lunch, I can just get out. No, don't do that. Well, it didn't yeah. go unnoticed because I actually heard about it. I heard a little bit about it. Oh, I heard, geez. hey, uh, I think Will was out there on track touring. <laughs> no, I don't think he was. He was on a bicycle. I mean, he, literally, when we were getting on the track, he was riding around on a bicycle looking like Scott Dixon with a flat bill on. Well, that's true. We <laughs> have said pictures. there's no way. And then he said, no, 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 I'm pretty sure he was on the front stretch and uh, let a little gap build up and then took off like a rocket down the front stretch. Oh. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> no way. That couldn't have been him. I had no idea until just now. Really? I, I really didn't know. I guess I forgot to mention Oops, you forgot to mention that illegal activity. <laughs> so that's yeah, all right. But yeah, it, it was a pretty gloomy day, but it held off from it held out for most of the day. My first session of that day, um, <clears throat> I got to have one Mister Holcomb back in the instructor seat with me. Yeah, uh, the instructor that I talked about in the in the earlier uh, portion of the podcast. He was only a Saturday only because he had uh, uh, prior engagements for Mother's Day. So. Um, kind of cool i got to have holcomb back in the seat with me so hey, baby. Um, <laughs> we got to um so we got to we got to go around uh during the warm-up lap and right in the back stretch before you know approaching 17 down comes the rain and you know we're on slicks i look at him he looks at me we're like you know what this is not worth it we had a great day yesterday let's just go off and see what it's going to be like. And this so. was in blue right this, this was is in, in the blue, blue group? group okay yeah yeah i was out there yeah, I mean, it It came down, realistically, we probably could have one out there, but... You would have been fine. It, but the condition of the tires, too, were, were they were not favorable for any sort of conditions other than, than dry. So, again, we it was the best thing that we could have done is just go in. It, you know, there's there's nothing at stake here, so we just went inside and sure. uh, and we parked it for a little bit, which actually ended up being good because we went out a little bit later. So, what was your session like? Well, we saw the same thing. I was in that... Uh not the IMSA looking BMW. I was in the uh, to, to oh, correct. Looks just like to it. correct. Eli thought I was in the IMSA looking BMW, I, but I, I was not. That was an E ninety two. E ninety two. Yeah, white with uh, some pretty aw- awesome BMW graphics. livery. Yeah. It had some good graphics. Had a roll bar and wing, and I. It does have the, the BMW looking. Motorsport graphics on the car. I will yeah. give you like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, and we should post some pictures of that car that way to defend me. That that thing did look like it was straight out of IMSA. <laughs> <laughs> straight out of IMSA. Straight out of IMSA. So get those I, I'm in the E46 M3, and the rain starts to come down. But I, I'll, yeah. you know, we'll back up a little bit before we get out there. I I talked to my student and I said, "Have you driven in the rain? If we encounter rain, what do you want to do? We're on slicks. We're on Pirelli like takeoff slicks. So." They grip really well in the dry. I mean, that, that car, I, I can't begin to express how impressed I was with that with that car. It was so well done. So we get some rain, just like Eli said, around 17 and a little bit on the front straight and going into one. And the track's big enough that you can encounter rain in only one part of the track and be fine the rest yep. of the track. Yeah. So I told him ahead of time, I said, here's the factors that we want to be aware of. If this rain starts coming down... It can surprise us. We can be carrying a ton of speed. We got to keep our eyes up because we could come into a wall of rain where the track's already wet in one area and it's not wet where we've already been going through. So that was the actual case in that first session. So we we come around the whole track and we start getting some rain and it was only light, light rain around the rest of the track after turn one. I have a question. Yeah. As you're, I don't mean to interrupt. No, no. So you just talked about how big the track is and it could be raining in one and not the other. So do the caution flags come out when, oh, well, I guess technically that's a surface. It's flag? a surface flag. Okay. Yeah. So you, you, I mean, you should be paying attention to flag workers anyway, but did they throw that surface flag for 17? Okay. And they held it out for 
two laps probably no most of the session okay was was 17 had the service flag one did not um you know and and of course because it was raining on the front straight we were lifting over the paint oh man on the on the start finish tell us about the the front because that's from the 12 hour so we've seen over the years we've seen a variety of paint jobs for start finish at sebring but first off this the surface is old uh world war ii runway and you combine that with paint um the, the concrete already doesn't have as good a grip in the rain and you put paint over it and you try and run slicks over that and you're on throttle the tires will actually light up at whatever speed you're going if you're on throttle going over the paint it used to be i don't i don't remember how many feet it was but it used to be huge it, it used was to be this big huge. like patron logo yeah. and then a huge section of checker yep. and i think they they reduced it down pretty well it's way they, smaller because it's from the 12 hour so they have a you know they have those grand aerial views from the helicopters yeah. and they want a nice uh, yep. start finish line amy was actually talking about it in the drivers meeting they tried to mix because it's been such a problem in years past they tried to mix some like texture into the paint yeah. this year mm -hmm. And it didn't work. No, because I think the last time you guys were out there, I, I didn't get to go, but there was an actual perfect example yeah. of why you lift over the over the paint. Somebody actually crashed their GT3. Brand new GT3. You know, yeah. we won't go into specifics. 991.2. Yeah, 991.2. That's, that's about as specific as you need to be. Yeah. So this guy, you know, unfortunately, he... Uh, he drives over, and you know I don't want I don't want to say what he did because I don't know for sure. But essentially, he lost traction uh, on the paint, and it just it was a ping uh, ping ball. What what ping pinball? Ball. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. pinball. So bell. there's a couple that factors there yeah. that you have to be aware of. First off, um, there's so many surface changes yeah. at Sebring when you're dealing with the wet, but the front is all concrete, and it drains horribly. Yeah, it drains horribly. So you actually have to change your line. When you exit 17, you need to track back into the center of the track and drive straight down the center of the track. It's actually the highest spot. Mm -hmm. What's funny is, now I don't know, I wasn't there for the .2 GT3 guy, but I've witnessed a 996 GT3 do it. I mean, I've seen, I've seen this firsthand from the front straight. I watch a guy, I'll just use this as the example. So it's, it's raining. This is probably... PBOC Winterfest 2013, and I watch him lap after lap, stay on throttle, go over the the paint, and you can hear the RPMs jump every single time. Almost so sounds like a clutch slip or something when yeah, he goes over it. Yeah, yeah, but it's tires. Right. So he's persistent. He just keeps going. The car is tracking straight. Right. Enough rain hits. Okay. So he goes over this paint, combined with enough water that the the rear end of the car floats. But because the surfaces are uneven, you've got places to float and places to grip. So what happens to this guy is he gets into this gentle tilt, like the car just kicks out a little bit. I think it kicked out to the to the right, driver's right. And he gripped back into the high part and shot right into the left wall. It completely ruined the front tub of this car. Gone. I mean, all the way up to the window. <laughs> instantly <laughs> it's yeah. unbelievable so you know any time there's a chance of rain the driver's meeting has warnings about this now if you're in a student group it's definitely the instructor's responsibility to remember this every time naturally you got students who are trying to take in things they can't have a conversation or use their iphone to make a phone call when they're on track <laughs> imagine that um there's too many things going on, so it's easy to forget something like that. So you got to pound that in their head. That being said, um, back to the the lap. We, you know, we went through 17. It was rainy. I was having to encourage him to get back on throttle because although the windshield is getting hit with rain, you kind of have to know what you're looking for to know the grip is going away. Now, there's a couple things. Obviously, you can feel it as you start to lose grip. But um, another factor is just what what does the ground look like? Because the ground can continue to grip with rain coming down. Right. You know, you can you can get plenty of grip if there's no standing water. You can get plenty of grip if it's just rain hitting the car. 
So you got to you got to watch that as things develop to to be able to stay on throttle. So I'm encouraging him to get back on it harder and you know whatever he's leaning on the side of caution that's fine. So we had a really good time. We had a phenomenal session because we had an opportunity to to get experience of that that weather transition. Mm-hmm. So start from full dry into a little bit of rain and then ultimately by the end of the session no rain with a little bit of wet track occasionally. And for slicks that's about all you could ask for because anything beyond that just becomes this thing that's you're, you're doing track touring, like right. slower than track touring, just trying not to slip around. There's no place for the water to d- displace out off the tires. So how many, how many times have you driven on in rain? So how many sessions would it take to get a little more comfortable? Cause obviously I guess the first one would be a little, it doesn't take freaky. much. Um, a, a, a 30 minute session in the rain feels like an eternity because you're, you're slowing way down on such a long track. It feels like forever. Right. And you learn a ton from getting an opportunity to get out there on track and, um, experience the conditions in the rain. Aside from the loss of grip, there's a whole nother line. There's a whole nother, uh, aspect of, of the track that you have to respect. You have to adjust to puddles because that track does have its a lot of signature puddles. puddles the you, tower you can't track out on the paint yeah. all the curbing you know all the rumbles those those are all painted and they don't have any grip <laughs> um you know and then furthermore if you do hit that then you go out now you're on to like mud and grass and yeah. like forget it it's just slip sliding away there was so. there was also two um uh, approaching seven um, Saturday, there's a car that lost uh, lost an engine and dumped oil all he, down that track. He lost his engine at five. Yeah, and did a phenomenal job in his defense. Knew something wasn't right and actually started driving offline. There's right. no good exit of the track until seven. Right uh, for that area, so he drove offline just in case there was a you know a fluid issue and he's dropping coolant or oil or you know whatever the case right so he coasts down there gets down farther into uh the inside of seven and then um drives it straight across into the runoff for seven and i think that's where he ended up stopping was deep into seven which unfortunately left an oil trail as long as can be and then there was a cup car that was the unfortunate recipient of of that line and then drove over and lost it and ended up getting into a pretty pretty bad accident yeah you know unfortunately there's only so much that the corner workers can do they're vigilantly watching for things like that and there are some i don't know if if you've ever taken the time to watch from a corner worker or done corner working um there are some characteristics there's some traits that you can see from you know fluid coming down off of a car uh sometimes it's a lot of smoke but uh, sometimes you you don't get a chance to be prepared for that. So if you're right behind a car that that does that, it doesn't look like anything. You know, uh, coolant coming down off the car, or even just a little bit of oil. There's no visible. Um, there's nothing good for the for the driver in the back to really see unless it's pouring out. Right. So I I have no doubt in my mind that that accident was. He had no clue he was encountering a sure. uh, slick slick surface. He was just uh, he just was had he had bad luck. Yeah, and it happens. It, I've experienced it first time firsthand a few times. I was with you and during one of those yeah uh, times. And not it's it's not pleasant and and it's you can't blame anybody because no one's anticipating that to come out of the car. The corner workers in their defense haven't noticed it yet, and there you go. It's it happens. We we had a an incident where it was Jeff Holcomb and I, and the car in front of us was an old air cooled car, and the thing was just dumping. It looked like water, but then we obviously figured out it was it was uh, fuel. fuel? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. So the thing was just on all the turns. Anytime it would get you know the the, the moment to would shift it. I was so with you. Was, was like it? a yeah. It was like a nine forty four, and every time it turned out a seven, it was like spilling out oh. fuel from the tub. Do we go to Black Flag Station because? There was a time where we had to actually report it. Yeah, I don't think. That well, uh, anyway, whatever. I've seen. I've seen it too. Yeah, <laughs> and when it happens, you actually 
if you notice that the you know if you if you pass it a couple times and the track workers didn't see it you actually have to go to black flag station and kind of let them know hey this car number uh, we just saw it dumping fuel all over the place which Mm -hmm. you don't know if it's fuel uh obviously in that car it wasn't anything else but uh, you know it could be oil you know you're also trying to concentrate on the track and you don't really have too much time to dissect what's coming out what kind of fluid it is but um you got to you got to watch out for that stuff because it can happen at a, you know, at a blink of an eye or an I, eyelash. I think that <laughs> <laughs> I have long eyelashes. I think that this particular cup car, um, I, wa- I was watching it um, from the suite. I didn't. I saw the BMW drop oil, and he dropped it, you know, for a considerable amount of time. The cup car was only probably three or four cars behind him. Oh, man. And the, the way that the wind was blowing, the smoke didn't really linger that long. So when he was coming through there, the car was... The smoke was gone. You couldn't really see anything. Um, and I think that everybody in that corner was really focused on getting the guy in the BMW off the track safely and figuring out what was going on with him. And it, he just fell victim to circumstance and timing really is what happened. Yeah. So oh, yeah. That's going to happen. Yeah, but then, you know, once, once – uh, then we had the track touring, which was awesome. Like we talked about with the parents. And then I know for us and the Cayman, that was pretty much the end of the day for us. Um, the tires were, <laughs> the tires were losing grip, and uh, my instructor. You got to put new tires in it now. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. We haven't we haven't put tires since well, at least a year. Um, so it's seen several track events, and then two drivers, sometimes three drivers. And my instructor took it for a ride, and he did he did uh, about a lap and a half, and he brought it in. And he goes, "Yep, those are toast." So uh, you know, in retrospect, I again, I'm glad that we didn't go out in the rain. Um, I would like to do it next time, but I just I knew I didn't have any sort of confidence in those tires uh, after the day before, and then with the weather, uh, you know, if your mind's not right, I don't think you're going to have a good time, and you could also, who knows what can happen out there, and then you, you just ask yourself, why did I do that? Yeah, I mean, well, more in- more importantly, your senses have to be heightened uh, to everything that could potentially happen. Yeah, uh, whether you're an instructor or or a driver, you got to be. Um, you got to be really on it if you're going to be driving in the rain. Yeah. That being said, I think right after that first blue session, mm-hmm. it stopped raining. So track touring was perfect. Oh yeah, it was. Great. Um, there were some. Pl- there were plenty of perfect sessions. I mean, the, there were no issues for the rest of the morning, and then the first two sessions for the afternoon, I think, were dry. So I got a lot of additional instructing in for the for my green and my blue students now unfortunately uh, we had talked about my student having a 12 a 2012 turbo s for the for the green group yeah that they had a tire blowout on uh saturday evening in the last session he was sharing that car with his dad so the mom was down there in her gt4 right and she just got promoted to blue at the end of the day. So we still had an opportunity to work in green with the GT4 now, though. So we're working now in a totally different car for green. Had a great time in the morning session and the first afternoon session. But second afternoon session, in my opinion, was the best possible learning curve for a green student. We started the session. Uh, we had talked about doing this and forgot to do it until that session, but I drove the car first, and I took him around for like three laps or so talking about what's going to happen with rain, what's gonna, what you'll encounter. I started pointing out areas of puddling, uh, driving the, the, you know, the wet line just to kind of prepare him for that kind of stuff, right? So I got a couple of dry laps in. Um, we switched just as it started to drizzle and I got him out into a couple of dry laps. But the cool thing was it didn't just downpour. So we got an opportunity to work our way from dry to wet progressively. Mm -hmm. And it was neat because we were losing grip more and more and more. So I was able to communicate to him. Okay. So now we got to take it back just a little bit more. We got to slow down a little bit more before we get into 17. You know, that kind of stuff. So we, we legitimately got a full session where we started dry and went to full wet. And um, you can't ask for anything better for a green or a blue student to encounter a session like that mm-hmm. rather than to just go out into to pouring rain. 
Yeah. It was fun to drive with her because when she got promoted, we got to drive together uh, oh. for for a session, which was really, really cool. And, you know, in that situation, she's a she's a customer turned friend so that you could still kind of, you know, chase him down. And she's like, you know, you couldn't pass me, could you? I was like, no, oh, I couldn't catch it. No. But in the back <laughs> of my mind, I'm like, man, I want to next time we go out there, I'm going to yeah. make sure I'm going to make sure I pass you. But it, that's kind of the cool, you know, it's HBDE, but there's still some competitive sure. nature in you. You still want to go out there and, and pass people. So she's super competitive too. Oh, she's so cool. I, that whole, her and her family, uh, they actually, let me I'll, uh, briefly. Uh, they were out there with the GT4 and the Turbo S. Yep, and three drivers like you talked about. They left with three cars. They had so much fun. They bought a car right there at the track. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I saw them on the way home with the. It was a black uh, 981 Cayman, right? Yep, yep. 2014 yep. Cayman S PDK. I mean, what what more can you ask for for as a you know as a track car you know for a big for a green student. Um, so that was so cool. And yeah, then, so that was what my student ended up taking home. Yeah, how awesome yeah. is that? No, it's it's amazing. So now here we go. Uh, I, I ended driver. up promoting him to blue. Oh, um, I, I didn't tell too. them that. I I, <laughs> I put some I, I put some thought into that. It's a good thing he, they have that car now because now they're all in blue. But um, oh boy, I put I put <laughs> I put a lot of thought into that before I promoted him, and I actually didn't even promote him until I did the evaluation online on Monday. So he'll be blue in, a, in his new car. He will be blue in his new car. I texted him to to inform him, and he was very excited about that. But he showed me a huge improvement in his awareness, um, his ability to drive the line. You know, the very end of that wet session, I just I said, I'm saying nothing. We're on the cool down lap. We're, we're not going fast anyways because it's pouring. Drive the line. Drive the actual line. So we did. He drove everything perfectly without me saying a word. And that to me was, okay, we can get you into blue now and we'll start sharpening up our skills for the rest of the awareness on track. So no, I was very impressed with, with his progression and and the M3 guy. I mean, it was a perfect weekend for, for me. I couldn't have asked for better students. Yeah, I agree. So I'm, I'm happy for him. And now, (laughs) unfortunately we have to wait until September for the next track day, but We'll do some other car stuff. Uh, there's like some car events coming up, and uh, we'll kind of take the summer off. But we'll still do some podcasts, though. There's plenty to talk about, plenty of guests that we can oh, yeah. snag now that uh, they're kind of on downtime. So um, Victor Alvarez is one. I'm Keep talking him. about him. I, I have lunch with him next week. Okay. Or actually, well, this coming Let's out. get him on the books. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be talking to him and some other stuff. Is there any – what other events coming up? There's the ILDS uh, – um, Summer, Summer Vibes yeah. and Ebor will be there for that, and um, we'll keep you guys posted. But um, just, just I'm, I'm going to take the summer to look for a a car to flog on. I don't want to track the the turbo, so I've actually lately I've been looking for just some kind of a Miata or something. So I don't I don't know what I'm going to end up in. So we'll see what happens this summer. But I'm gonna, I'm taking the summer to try and find something to uh, let's build a Miata, tear up in the let's, fall. Let's do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy your first tank of gas. How okay. about that? Sounds great. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep That's you to all it. I can afford to give you, but <laughs> that would be fun. Can, hold on. Can we have a turn 15 live sticker on it? Yeah. At some capacity. We got to do that. Yeah. Turn you can put it. Miata. Yeah. We can do like a Fig Newton one on the windshield. Okay. Just straight across the windshield. Yeah. So I can't a see. a Wonder Bread? Yep. Well, the car is so small, you could just hang your head out anyways. <laughs> you don't really need a windshield in those things. That's true. Uh, Alex Compton can probably help you find yeah. the car, and he's—I pr- know he's got a ton of parts. If you're listening and you got a line on a Miata, Will's your guy. Yeah, hit us up. Yeah, let me know. We're yeah. we're uh, we're looking for a project. So, to recap, I'm um, hoping maybe you guys can provide us some some feedback on this podcast because yes. you know it was, it was totally different that little segment that we <laughs> recorded and it was a lot of fun but it was fun you know let us know if you want to hear stuff like that more uh post reply let us let us hear your thoughts um you know we're always looking for ideas and uh and people to talk to and and bring on to the podcast so you know give us the feedback give us some reviews comments good bad whatever yeah all that stuff is really cool to read um you know like i mentioned in an earlier podcast someone reached out and said hey I just found you guys, and naturally, and we actually, we've been talking for quite a while now, and uh, talking about doing a, a track event at his uh, at his track too. So, 
anything that you guys have to say is awesome. I, we really appreciate it. That means you're listening and you support us, and that really means a lot to us. And uh, that gives Tony work to do to edit these podcasts. And you know, it's he's done a great job. Let's can we will can we thank Tony for all the hard work that he does? Yeah. Absolutely. No, I I appreciate. Uh, sorry, we're getting a little distracted because yeah, there's, there's like a there's random, a wasp there's a wasp. It's yeah. a small Flew bird. <laughs> small bird. <laughs> small bird with a stinger. Oh my god. No, but seriously, thank you, Tony, for all the hard work. He is yeah. the guy who puts all this stuff together. Um, we recorded an intro and an outro, and he has to stitch this together with that uh, dumpster fire that we recorded <laughs> at Sebring. <laughs> so he's got a lot of hard well, why work. Why are you to, still going to dumpster it, fire, it was man? It's a lot of fun. It's gold. If you got any comments on audio, too, leave them. Um, I'm not an audio engineer. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm learning as we go. So We all are. If you yeah. got any pointers, leave those yeah. as well. <laughs> so, okay, cool. Well... Anything else, boys? I don't think so. My name is Eli. I'm Tony. And I'm Will. And uh, you can find us at Turn 15 Live. And until next episode, we'll talk to you then. Go Bolts. See ya.